0: What's up, the Podcast? It's your boy Brandon back here again, here for another episode. Um, out here in Hawaii, actually, out here. i uh, doing our first episode outside of New Zealand, so we're excited. Um, able to get the setup out here, um, but yeah, we're before we get started into episodes. Um, a couple of things: remember, we're on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. So, we're on platforms, go ahead and we post our content uh, weekly, so you can be up to date. If you haven't followed us on the social medias, go ahead and follow us on the social medias down in the description below. But without further ado, let's get into the episode, and we'll get our ready to give our warm greetings and red copper out for our brother McKenna. How's it going, brother? It's
1: going great.
0: <laughs> thanks. Love, for, love to be here. <laughs> thanks for being here with us, bro. Appreciate you being here. Um, just want to go ahead and get started, bro. Just Give us a quick introduction. Give us your name, uh, your age, where you're from, um, your favorite food, and what you've been up to lately.
1: Okay, so my name is McKenna Okimoto. I am 24 years old. I am from Laie, Hawaii. Grew up here. Um, my favorite food—that's that's a tough one. <laughs> Are we doing Polynesian first? Any or? bird,
0: any food you want, for Poly- okay. just Polynesian okay. food.
1: Okay, okay. Let's see. I gotta do a little bit of categories. So, like, <laughs> um, huge fan of Japanese food. Oh. So, like, when you're talking about chicken katsu, uh, anything from the Japanese realm, basically ramen. All of that good stuff I also like a lot of Poké Poké yes, is too And just basically any Hawaiian plate,
0: lunch place It's nice, what bro. I love Have to get that Poké in bro Have to get that Poké in yeah. <laughs> Poké is solid <laughs> Cool bro Yeah I guess um, For those of you who don't know guys McKenna um, is a bit of a content creator Here in, in Hawaii And he um, has a lot of great content That's been going out re- recently it's been pretty cool to watch um personally myself but um i guess yeah we'll start off with that bro. like just talk to us about your content and what inspired you or drove you to create the content that you have right now
1: okay yeah so with my content um it's actually pretty interesting because um i never really was designed to really go on in this past like for me i feel like i'm kind of like a free soul type of person i'll I'll try something here i'll try something Mm. there i love trying new jobs so like I probably worked in, like, s- s- more than five industries already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, maybe about, like, 15 jobs. Mm. Like, just, and I, I just try, I like trying new things. So, with the content, um, I guess it started at a young age. at uh, When I was in sixth grade, what was that, like, 12 or 13, I guess. Yeah. 11 or 12. And me and my friends used to just make stupid, like, funny YouTube videos and things <laughs> like that. So um that's i guess that's kind of what kind of sparked the flame like Mm. me and my friends would edit videos and make skits together and be creative like that um after high school we just didn't do any of that um and then what happened was i made a friend up in utah when i was living up there and he goes by the name of james sale so give him a follow he's a great tiktoker um and he's killing it right now he's killing it so i I, he showed me a lot of the roads, which uh, thank him i appreciate Mm. you for that james um he's a solid guy i love him um so basically he's been taking off on tiktok and i've been seeing it i've been interested in trying to learn like what does it take to i guess become an influencer Mm. What, what are people interested in so i started coming up with a lot of ideas and the first idea i came up with was i'm gonna have people from utah like at college campuses or on the street try international foods and candies and things like that um so i i tried out that idea and everything i did a couple of those videos but then i did like a just a funny skit where i just spoke pigeon to one of my friends yeah like she was just sitting down and i was like i'm gonna set up a camera and just start speaking hawaiian pigeon or hawaiian slang um so I just go over there, I'm like, oh, stop, honey girl, what? I try to sit down the real fast why see you get one ukulele? Try jam out, like, <laughs> can you copy, And she's like, what? So, like, her her reaction was authentic because I didn't stage anything. I just went up, like, while she was sitting doing yeah, her yeah. homework, and I just started speaking Pigeon to her, so she was like, what the? I think that was the first time she heard uh, like, Hawaiian Pigeon, too. So, that video kind of took off on TikTok, I think, within, like, a day or two, it reached, like, 20,000 views. So I was, like, kind of mm, freaking out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, taking off. So I started doing skits, like, about Hawaii, like, funny content stuff. Um, and then my friend does interviews. So I kind of got inspired to do a little bit of interview style things. So right now, my page is full of interviews, skits, um, just little jam sessions where I'm just singing the ukulele and playing it. Mm. Um, and then a lot of things that... Relate to the Hawaiian culture mm. and uh, bring awareness about certain issues and what you.
0: Super cool, but yeah, I'm just touching on that as well. That like that in terms of our next question, like, because I oh, I love the interview. I love the interview content, especially the skits. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, always, always get a kick or a laugh, and I always feel happy about the about the end of the video. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I did wanted to, which was pretty cool, that. Um, I guess I've had interest, and I think a lot of our viewers and also listeners had interest was, um, I guess, you focusing on awareness about um, Hawaii and about history and culture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I guess that that's one thing. Um, I guess, talk to us about because um, a lot of it's based on the history. Um, what, what makes you want to bring more awareness about with your content in terms of Hawaii history and culture?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So um, the perception that I kind of see with uh, tourists And people coming to Hawaii is that They don't really know the history behind the land mm-hmm. the I know So with that It's kind of difficult because Hawaii is so rich in culture mm-hmm. it, It's known as a melting pot um, It's full of different cultures living in Hawaii We have native wines We have Filipinos We have Chinese, Japanese, Portuguese You can name so much yeah. And we're all living together in these islands, um, so when people come over and they just think like Hawaii's just a paradise, which I mean, in my opinion, I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, no, I've been living in Utah for the past two years, <laughs> so living that desert, desert lifestyle is kind of tough, to be honest. <laughs> or like having the four seasons, like the blistering colds and the super hot summers. Super hot summers. <laughs> yeah.
0: change of different environments. Yeah,
1: yeah. So in Hawaii, we're blessed to have that tropical weather mm. all year round. Um, But it's mostly just to educate uh, people And also Just to get good laughs From my skits and stuff Um, Because Like I feel like I believe With uh, Hawaiian history And the overthrow Of the Hawaiian kingdom Is not taught in The schools in the mainland I believe That's crazy Yeah So I remember learning it in Hawaii We had Hawaiian studies I think everyone was required To take it as a mandatory class But I believe that Hawaiian history is, like, briefly touched um, within the states um, in the mainland. So, and apparently, like, the word mainland is kind of confusing to people who live on the mainland. Have you ever heard about that? Because I guess only people that refer to that is people from Hawaii. They all say mainland. And then I heard Alaska. They don't even call it the mainland. They call it the lower 48, apparently. Oh, really? I've never heard that before. I learned it from my friend because I think she was up in Alaska living there. She's like, oh, the mainland this, mainland that. He's like, what's the mainland? He's like, oh, you're talking about the lower 48. (laughs) So I guess Hawaii people only call it the the mainland. The mainland. Mm -hmm. But it's more like just trying to shed light on some of our issues that we have uh, as Native Hawaiians, certain things that we go through. Uh, protests, any wrongdoings that's been caused mm. upon uh, ROEV uh, and the Kanaka as well. Yep. So cool, bro. I think one thing that
0: stood out when you're talking was like, I guess the fact that um, it's like the history is only briefly touched and not really known about in the other parts of the whole country. Yeah. That's super crazy. I didn't even know that. Like, I would
1: think that they would like talk
0: more about, you know, that type of aspect and what happened in that part of history.
1: Yeah, because um, I heard a quote and I think a couple of friends have been telling me this ever since I've been starting the the videos about educating people. Mm. And they said that history is only written by the winners. So the U.S. won in overthrowing the Hawaiian kingdom and that's the history that we're going to get. Um, Could I talk a little further on this yeah, subject? Yeah, okay. 100%. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting because I'm still learning a lot. Yeah. i I learned that um, there's an event called uh, La Hoi Hoi Ea, which is Sovereignty Day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of great Hawaiians out there educating me about certain things. And I didn't know that some Hawaiian crops and practices, the language was all banned in Hawaii by the United States. So the language was banned. And I heard stories about my kūpuna, my, my great-grandma. Um, being, like, slapped and, like, abused for speaking native Hawaiian. And that's how the, the language was lost. We don't speak, like, Hawaiian isn't the main language we speak in Hawaii. It's all English, you know, mm-hmm. or pidgin, which is, I guess, considered a real language from what yeah, I hear. Yeah. Um, so learning about this stuff is just kind of interesting because it's shedding light for me because I'm still learning a lot. And just to learn about how the culture was destroyed... Mm. and how it's trying to be restored right now. There's just a lot of, I um, guess, controversy behind that, you know. Yeah. Well, but it doesn't get um, enough, uh, I guess, exposure. Mm. Yeah. I guess, what, what would your thoughts be in, like,
0: because you don't only speak for yourself, but there's also, like, I, I had some Hawaiian friends, who, they kind of have, like, the same, you know, mindset about, you know, the whole culture thing and, you know, the restoration of, I guess, history. Or would your thoughts be on like a way that that history can be brought to brought up and to, to I guess close those small holes and caps?
1: Um, like how how would I explain it to someone or? Oh, like like yeah. Like in what ways generally do
0: you think that we can be able to you know? I guess bring more awareness about that to to I guess solve some of these these small cultural issues.
1: Yeah, so I guess a lot of it is just. Um, you have to be willing to learn as well. Mm. I think I had some debates with some friends um, on my Hawaii trip, and this one girl loves BYU Hawaii. She thinks it's the school is amazing, and she's Hawaiian, she's from Hana Maui, and she thinks like it's the best school. And for me, I attended here for two semesters, and it just felt weird for me. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's because I grew up in this city, and it's just like two blocks away, so it's too close to home, yeah. or if... the for me, I feel like some of the culture was off. So I grew up in the city around Hawaiian and Polynesian culture, Samoans, Tongans, mm-hmm. um, just a bunch of different Polynesian cultures with with me. And going to school here, um, you have a lot of people from the mainland, a lot of people internationally. And I guess sometimes it just feels weird, especially if you grew up in the city. For me personally, I didn't really like it because the culture I felt was a little bit off and the native Hawaiian group or the locals was like, in my opinion, a smaller uh, group within the larger school. There's a lot of people so like I feel like the mainland attitude or generally I'm not saying everyone, but like when they come down to Hawaii, a lot of them are high makamako. Have you heard of that before? No, no. It kinda means like stuck up or okay, think you're better than everyone okay. else. Like I heard of some instances where, you know, people are talking back to the locals, they're skating late at night. Um 12 o'clock in front of the temple, and like telling locals to shut up, like, don't tell me what to do. Mm. And this is in La'ere, like the city that we grew up in. And you're just gonna dis- disrespect the locals not only the locals, but Native Hawaiians and Polynesians who are rooted in this community. Yeah, so aloha, the library will be closing in an hour. Media oh. <laughs> services will close in 30 minutes. Computer lab will close at 4 p.m. The circulation desk. Will close at four fifty p.m. All resort items and laptops are due in thirty minutes. Mahalo. Little information. Okay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess for me, like the culture was just just different and just didn't really feel right for me. Um, and that's been my experience with BYU. BYU Hawaii. Maybe I'll give it a second chance. I know I wasn't living on campus. I was mm. kind of just going back and forth between home. I wasn't being too social. I guess. Mm. Because I guess a part of me just didn't feel like I fit in. Um, But it was just weird because I grew up in this city. And I just had a lot of, like... I I got that uh, feeling from a lot of people from the mainland that they think they're better than you. Like, I had some people, like, kind of talk me down. Like, if I didn't understand something, like some tutors and mm, things like that. Because
0: you're from where you're from?
1: Uh, not exactly. More like, I was just getting questions wrong or something. And, like... um I guess, like, talking back in the mainland culture is okay and accepted. Like, oh, let's debate. Let's talk to my son. Let's see (laughs) what he wants to hear. But in Polynesian culture... You can't can't really do that. Like, you say one thing out your mouth, you're talking back, (laughs) slapped, or even worse in some cases. Yeah. Like, that's a culture that we experience. Like, so, I guess when you come with that attitude and you just disrespect the locals, it's... Not good, it's heva which is bad
0: in horn hundred mm. percent but i i honestly the, I think like the best part and it's hard because like it's it's hard when i don't know when things i guess you you cherish and stuff you cherish especially within culture stuff it can either be taken away or or hard to i guess you know identify you know um what's 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 real what's not you know stuff like that as well, so especially like. The culture differences with mainland and also you know Polynesian culture, or even being in Hawaii, you know, and yeah, I, I can totally agree and you know, especially relate to to certain certain instances as well. Um, I guess moving on to our next question, bro. What, um, what's I guess a setback of because one one of the things that we focus a lot on with the podcast is, usually now setbacks and failures or I guess instances where. Um, Obstacles are in front of us and how we can overcome them. Um, I guess our question for you, bro, would be what is the setback or failure that you've been most grateful for? Ooh.
1: Let's see. Um, so, like, something that's kind of held me back that I was grateful for. I guess it was, um, was kind of going through depression, actually. So when I was living in Utah... Um, a lot of things wasn't going my way. Um, I kind of had the mindset, and I don't know if it's just because I've been living there for too long, but my mindset was money. This, money that. I gotta make money. Money is the only thing that's gonna make me happy in life. Mm. I gotta go take real estate classes. I gotta go invest in crypto. I gotta learn about NFTs. I gotta day trade stocks. So, I had this mindset where like, okay, working sales jobs. Um, and like, I guess when you're away from family and the culture of Hawaii, you kind of. Fall into that mindset, but um, during that time, like I kind of lost a lot of money day trading stocks, and like going through a breakup at the time, missing my family back home, um, things were just getting kind of expensive for me with my car and like rent and stuff, and like just kind of like a lot of bad things. It was winter time; it was really cold in Utah, mm. so the climate kind of I, I I think it plays a big part. I think. Um, It's been scientifically proven That climate actually Affects your mood a lot Right (laughs) When you go outside It's freezing cold You're kind of pissed off You know (laughs) So I guess it was all of that Um, And Like I just thought of Really dark things And Coming out of that I think is a great blessing Because You know Who knows what I would have done In that place But Now I'm doing a lot better I kind of figure out what I want to do in life and I just kind of live life at a slower pace now Mm. so I'm not trying to like aggressively only focus on one thing but instead balance out my life in a way that not one thing is your sole focus like balance out school family friends um, spirituality education things like that and learning Mm. find that balancing yep yeah super important, I feel like,
0: I feel like being, even though like sometimes we tend to focus on one thing more than the other, it like puts us in out, out of balance, you know, within our whole life, you know, if one thing's not met, like if we're super, if, we're, if our, if our like physical needs, like I need to uh, eat, you know, if like, those needs are not being met, like it affects our whole body, yeah. our brain, our mood, you know, who, who we are, you know, stuff like that, so. Um, moving on to the next question, but um kind of relates back to you know, the Hawaii and the history and stuff like that, but what would you say is Hawaii's greatest strength and greatest weakness?
1: Oh. That's a great question. You, you came up with some great questions <laughs> today. Hawaii's strength, um, in my opinion, it's got to be the unity and hospitality of the people. So you can definitely tell the difference between how you're treated in Hawaii versus anywhere else in the world, in my opinion. People are more down to earth. You walk inside of the house and you're already getting asked what you want to eat. Like, it's not even a question. It's like, straight up, like, mm. they, like, expect you to eat something. And if not, it's kind of like, whoa, you don't want to eat my food? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> invite you to my home. Like, let's eat. Like, have something. Have a snack or something. Like, and... um. Just taking care of people, like sharing aloha. Always known to have the spirit of aloha, which Mm. means you know treating others how you want to be treated. Yep, and you know just sharing love for everyone and our culture, our land, and our people. Nice part. What about uh, weakness? Hawaiis weakness. sometimes that there's a lot of uh there's still a lot of controversy between between um i guess certain ethnic groups right so you have a melting pot of cultures and um sometimes like this just doesn't get along at times right so you have people from neighboring cities like really like not getting along with each other mm. um so sometimes like unity can also be a downfall as well in some cases. Mm. Um yeah, I would probably say like unity is a good thing, but also in some ways, like culturally speaking, like I had a lot of haters on my page, um, just commenting a bunch of stuff, like, You're not Hawaiian, you're Japanese, like you're you're this, you're that, um, just kinda of telling me what I am without even like looking at my heritage or my history. Mm. So just kind of getting on that topic I'm half Japanese I'm part Chinese and then Hawaiian Tahitian German and English so that's kind of common to hear that much ethnicities here in Hawaii mm. you go around you ask someone like oh yeah Portuguese I'm Filipino I'm Hawaiian and like it's all a mix and I think that's why we're kind of uh, in a way we share a lot of unity because we all have mixed kind of blood but at the same time, it can also cause some um, um, controversy, controversy yep. between each, each other. Yeah.
0: Mm, nice. I guess. Speaking about, I guess on that, what would be one piece of advice you could give yourself?
1: Um, one piece of advice Re- regarding to this topic, or um, I guess in general. In general. Um. I really like this quote. It's by Avicii, the famous DJ. He passed away. R.I.P. Yes. Um, it's in one of his songs. It's just, One day you'll leave this world behind, so live a life you will remember. Mm-hmm. So that quote just really sticks with me because, you know, we have limited time on this earth. Do what you want to do in life. Um, be excited about it. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts as well, mostly from Joe Rogan. That's mm. great insights from a lot of guests he brings on and, I think Dr. Phil was one of his guests, yeah. and he said, "Man, if you're doing the same thing every day, you hate your life and you're you're just coming home, you're depressed, like you gotta stop whatever you're doing now and find what you love to do because that's like the only thing that's worth living is you gotta do what you love, which is kind of difficult because sometimes you can't really do what you love and make an income from it like currently, I'm not really making anything from producing my content, and I'm not working right now at the moment, so when I go back to Utah tomorrow, I'm planning on like, finding a part-time job and still producing content at the same mm. time. Um, but it's, yeah, just basically finding your passion and never giving up on it is, I guess, it's kind of cliche, but it kind of mm. works with everything, I yes. guess. And um, another quote, like, from some of the haters that I've been receiving, I've seen this quote one, my old boss from... Kanewahe uh, car sales dealership, posted it on his story. And it was something that went like, whenever someone's hating on you in life, it's because they're always doing something less than what you're doing in life. So if people are trying to bring you down, they're trying to bring you down to that level mm. where they're at, instead of trying to uplift you. So I have a lot of content creators and like great people all uplifting me. They're all giving me positive things, uh constructive criticism from some people. And... Like, I also get a lot of haters, which kind of, like, tries to bring you down. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got a comment today, like, oh, something about Japan and, like, how my people bombed Pearl Harbor. But my, my Japanese side has been in Hawaii for five generations. So how could you say that my people, which I've been living in Hawaii, or my generations have been on for, you know, five generations mm-hmm. and, like, my grandparents didn't speak Japanese or anything, and they faced a lot of discrimination in Hawaii during that time of the war. Um, so I guess that's just some of the, the things that, um, I would say, like that quote to any of the people that try to bring you down. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I like that part. I like the inspiring. I repeat to Yeah, I love that,
1: that guy. That's,
0: that's some good good advice for, for all the viewers and the people that are listening. In. Um going to our last question bar what does authentic mean to you
1: oh i love this for me like i notice like for me i feel like i'm a really genuine and authentic guy so i also want people around me to be genuine and authentic and what that means to me is that oh, a big thing with me is i don't like liars like i For people who know me personally, like, I'm a really honest guy. Mm. Like, I can't really tell lies at all because that guilt just kind of stays with me. Yeah. Yeah. So authentic people is someone who's, yeah, I guess genuine. I guess that's a synonym. But there's someone who really cares about you on a deeper level than just the surface. Like, Mm. I feel like in Utah, like, not trying to bash on people from utah or anything but just based off my experience there is that you kind of get more surface level hospitality like yeah in hawaii i feel like you get more care that's more deeply rooted and more people who are willing to help you and more people that are looking out for you rather than like preying on your downfall type of thing so there's a lot of people in hawaii that you know they share that hospitality with everyone, and I feel like that spirit is very strong in Hawaii um, and unity as well. Yep, love it, bro.
0: Thanks, well, thanks, um, Kenneth, for bro, all the beautiful, wonderful gems he's been dropping lately. <laughs> thanks for joining us today, bro, on the podcast with us. We're grateful for your time and all your, your beautiful insights, Um, guys. We'll make sure that we'll put down. All the McKinnons are uh, social at the bottom down below in the description. Give them a follow, show them some love, show them some Allah as he showed us some Allahs here today with us today. Um, but yeah, guys, um, again, our content comes out every week. Uh, we drop down on um, YouTube, on Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts, and also follow us on our social media platforms as well. Um, is there anything you wanna say, McKinnon, to our, our listeners before before we close off the show?
1: Thank you so much for supporting me on this journey. Like the amount of growth is just insane. Like I started off with 500 followers 3 months ago, roughly about 3 months, and I grew to about 13,000 at uh. this point. So and I think on TikTok I just my Instagram just surpassed my TikTok, which my TikTok was my main follower account and now mm. like my Instagram just passed the TikTok. So I think my TikTok's about like 12,000. Mm. So it's just it's a blessing. Like thank you for watching my videos. I know I could be kind of cringe sometimes. Like, <laughs> but you guys know I'm playing a character, right? Like, like actors aren't actually playing themselves in the movies, right? <laughs> so I don't know why people are getting bite hurt, but uh, I'm just playing a character. So just want to let you guys know. But thank you guys so much for supporting. I really appreciate you guys. It's all good, bro. Thanks so much for your, your input and your content.
0: And hopefully we'll see you in, in Utah soon. Too.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right, guys. Till next time. We'll see you guys later.